Thanks to the Lord for confirming the word to me as well. Um, Karen was very helpful in that regard this morning. Thank you. Um, is anyone waiting for anything? Yeah. This little talk's entitled Waiting. Waiting on God, really. And um, Christina and I have been in a time of waiting now for about nine months, perhaps nearly a year, uh, since we um, sold our house and we're waiting to move on to other things. So this subject has exercised my mind of late. And I think most of us can understand the concept of waiting. And I don't mean just hanging around or joining a queue. I mean waiting for something to happen. And in our Christian walk, we wait for answer to prayer. We wait for our prayers to be answered for deliverance and for salvation and for our needs, for the church, uh, for revival. We sometimes often have to wait. And um, waiting is staying exactly where we are until something else happens. But if we're waiting on the Lord, we mix in that um, hope and trust as well. And um, Tom gave us uh, a, a verse on a Thursday night at Canonbury, and I couldn't believe it when he gave us this word verse, because it's exactly the verse I was going to start with this morning. And it's from Isaiah 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And one of the Hebrew translations of the word for, for, that we use for wait is, is hope or strength. And as Ron said this morning, we can be a bit weary in the waiting sometimes. But the word in Isaiah there suggests that if we do wait on him, he will uphold us and strengthen us whilst we're waiting. So as I say, it's exercised my mind over uh, recent months, and I've got seven points to make, of course, about uh, waiting, just to make it perfect. Um, and I'm going to uh, use Psalm 40, verses 1 to 3, um, in uh, illustrating some of these things. Uh, it's a psalm of David, and the first verse he says, I waited patiently on the Lord. Um, a lot of people own up to not being very patient. It's one of those sort of minor sins that we can all confess to, apparently. Uh, I don't like waiting, hanging around and joining queues like the rest of them, but um, I think they're only saying that in the context of the timescale. Um, because really... Um, Patience is a Christian virtue, it's a fruit of the Spirit. We're called to be patient. And it's being tolerant of delays and um, problems that might arise. And it's waiting through adversity um, without being anxious. So we are called to be patient. Not quite to the extent of Job sometimes, perhaps, but you know. David was waiting patiently on the Lord. He knew exactly on whom he was waiting. It was God, the Father, the Almighty, the creator of all things, who knows all things and can do things that we cannot in our own strength. He knew that he's waiting on God, who knows our hearts, our desires, and has the best for his children. 
let's understand who it is that we're waiting on as we do so. Uh, God's timing is perfect. We might not always think that. I'm sure the disciples were concerned when uh, Jesus waited four days to go and visit the family of Lazarus. They must have thought he's got his timing wrong. They would expect him to have turned up an hour or two after he died and prayed and it would have been a revival. But God's timing is perfect and what happened to Lazarus was well known throughout the whole region. Many became believers on account of that miracle. So much so that when at the end of Jesus' ministry and the authorities were trying to kill him, they were also trying to kill Lazarus as well because of the effect that had on um, faith in that area. God's timing is perfect. We do tend to want to run ahead of God and fix things in our own strength. Um, as you mentioned, Karen. Um, but think about Abraham, a wonderful patriarch, but he couldn't wait. Admittedly, it took 25 years, so to be fair to him, but he couldn't wait. God is outside time. His concept of time is nothing like ours. Whilst we are waiting, he's already acted. God's timing is perfect. He's never late. Waiting is good for us. I know. But what if every time we cried out to God, he acted immediately? Who would be in control then? We'd be calling the shots, wouldn't we? Without any of his wisdom. And whilst we're waiting, he's teaching us to trust him and to trust his timing. And knowing all things, he's also watching us to see if we continue in our faithfulness and in our acts of service and righteousness. He's watching us. Waiting is good for us. And number five. Don't waste time in the waiting room. There's plenty to do. Ask God to show you what it is he could be doing before you get the answer. What do you need to learn? What do you need to understand? What bit of wisdom do you need to get before he can give you that answer? How do you need to change? Plenty to do whilst we're waiting. Don't be distracted, number six. Um, there are, it's very easy to run after counterfeit and fake directions. Um, our enemy is prowling around looking to divert us and deflect us from the path that God has for us with good things often but not God's best thing. And we often take advice from friends and others who are very keen sometimes to tell us what we ought to be doing. And God does speak through people, that is true. But let's remember, it's God we're waiting on, 
and not others, and we need to check any words given to us against his word before we act. People can try to be kind whilst we're waiting. Psalm 62 verse 5 says this, My soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. We're waiting for God alone, not for anyone else. Don't be distracted by others or other things. And the seventh thing is, this might be a bit of a pun, but I'm going to try it. Um, I'm going to paraphrase um, the first three verses of Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. He heard my cry. He acted to deliver me. I rejoiced and worshipped him. And others saw it and trusted in the Lord. It might be part of our witness to others, the way we wait and hear and receive from God. It might be part of our testimony. And our recent testimony, whilst we've been waiting uh, about uh, a new house, is that um, from a about this time last year, we've been looking at houses. We looked at six houses right up to the spring. We'd off offered for two or three of them and been rejected. The market's very difficult, quite strong. Uh, we've tried things and they haven't worked. And we got to about April um, and we wondered how long it would take to buy a house. And we thought, well, wouldn't it be great if it was house number seven? <laughs> but we had to wait another three months for this house to come along and we looked at it and um, it meets our needs and I made an offer for it. Uh, Christina was in the hairdressers at the time. Um, I just said, I'll find out about this house and there were no offers, offers in. So I said, we'll be interested to, to make an offer at the asking price. And um, within 20 minutes, the agent ran back <clears throat> and said, uh, we've been instructed by the owners to uh, cancel the four other viewings that are going to happen <coughs> today and, and tomorrow. And they've asked us to accept your offer. So it was as if the, the, we pushed the door and it just uh, flung wide open. So we just knew it was the law. <coughs> so easy and so right. So I, I had to ask Christina if... She still liked that house when um, <laughs> she came up with the hairdressers. <laughs> I believe she did. And um, that was house number seven, and it was the 7th of July. So we are very excited um, about that. Um, and finally, just um, in closing, um, I just wanted to say what, what is it we're all waiting for as a body of believers, as a bride? Of Christ. Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians 1.10, we are to wait for God's Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who will deliver us from the wrath to come. We're all waiting for that. How are we waiting? Are we expectant? Are we patiently waiting? Are we waiting on God can we trust him and his timing? Are we in the meantime um, carrying on? Are we maturing? Are we growing? Are we continuing to serve him and others in this place? Are we ignoring distractions 
and are we being witness for others? Is our light shining in this dark place? Because I believe if it is, when the waiting is over, we'll all be found with oil in our lamps. And that's worth waiting for. Hallelujah.